0: ultimate journey episode 37 hi and welcome to the ultimate journey awakening to spirit podcast i'm your host frank degenova today's episode is called polarity in relationships this episode comes with a warning as you may be triggered by the information presented here and it may be polarizing as well and in in line with the polarity in relationships as you know by now that this podcast is not gospel it is opinions ideas and a way to open up your mind for um, critical thinking and just seeing other vantage points. So I want to get that out of the way before we continue on. In a nutshell, this episode deals with polarity, feminine and masculine energy. And I like to use a magnet as an example of this to simplify it. You have the North Pole and you have the South Pole. When you have the two poles that are together, they repel each other and the opposite poles attract each other. So there's resistance and there's magnetism, hence polarity. The irony with this episode is that my next guest is my first male guest I've ever had on. In the past, I've always had, for whatever reasons, female guests. So without further ado, let me introduce David Miller. How you doing, David?
1: I'm awesome, Frank. It's so good to be here with you.
0: Likewise. Yeah. I'm so happy this happened. I mean, what a journey it, what it, is, it was to, to get to this point. Um, but first, before we get on to 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 this podcast i'd love for you to um see who you are and what you do and yeah so the listener can figure out what's going on here
1: <laughs> yeah sure frank my name is david Miller, and uh what i do is i i guess you would call it relationship counseling and i've actually labeled myself as a relationship expert since this is unfolded because we um my, my partner in crime, Zach Rody and Mark Benet, we work together as well with Mark. Um, we've sort of unpacked the, I like to call it the golden goose of relationships. It's everything that we've heard up to this time in, in our human history has just been distorted. And a lot of relationship co- counselors and coaches are, are seriously emasculating men. And um we, we've got a plan to put that industry straight. It's probably the easiest way to put it.
0: Awesome. Um, thank you and, and the the how I want to say how we got connected today was a Facebook friend of mine from Australia who I haven't met because I, I you know I'm into the other groups and I'm into the spiritual stuff too which we will probably get into and how spirituality and um, being a masculine is uh, is a challenge there. Um, somebody posted one of um, your group's posts about um, masculinity and family and I'm like whoa oh I said this is this this kind of like really resonated on a deep level because there's a lot of um, uh, aha moments and uh, realizations that I've had recently and just my whole life but they just everything came into place and I saw the group and then I saw Zach's book and I ordered Zach's book Uh, don't let her lead it is it is that what it's called, I think, yeah, from memory? Yeah, that's
1: one of them, yeah. yeah. And I it's fired through works. that.
0: And then I heard um, Mark in uh, a podcast with um, with a woman. And I said, this is great, man. And then you were there. And then I said, well, it's like that you were, can I say where you live? Yeah, I don't mind. I live so, in Fergus. So. Yeah, you're in Fergus. I said, like, oh, he's in Fergus. And then Zach's in Toronto area. And I'm like, I'm in Toronto. I'm like, this is great and then obviously mark is the uh, the us representation right
1: and yeah, i thought he's not far though he's just on the other side of the border so, so. we have the
0: 49th uh, <laughs> all uh, so interesting and um, you had made video speech about of a coach and they they you know you said that the person got it right on but they missed a few steps or whatever and then I just decided, that I said, hey, I inbox you. <laughs> I slipped you a DM, like, you know, bromance. And I just said, hey, it's like great, great video. And then, you know, we connected as friends and um, we, we, we shared some stuff. So I'm really, really excited about what you know. And we can, you know, pull together and then we can have the listener, um, you know, guide to. You. So did you want to say, um, do you want to uh, lead our listener to, to where your group is? Or do you want to just, I mean, I, I don't it's yeah,
1: up to you yeah if you can find a, a, i'm working on my own website called relationship realities um and i'll have a youtube channel coming up soon probably in the next month um and it'll take me a while but i'll be posting regular videos uh talking about this stuff probably at least five a week maybe once a day i'll put a, a short video up and um yeah the intention is to just spread the word Try and get people involved in realizing the difference between what's been thought of as normal up until recently and what Zach and Mark and I are sharing. And um, so, yeah, right now, the best way to uh, watch, like I'm on Facebook, so David Miller, I put my personal page and then I also have a business page called Relationship Realities, but I haven't been focusing on that because I'm not getting – much exposure there not yet, so, <laughs>
0: not yet. yeah that's right. that's right
1: but it's um zach zach roadie is r so it's z-a-k r-e wait a minute r, r-o-e-d-d-e i think um but his his website is uh relationshipofyourdreams.com and uh, mine mine is uh registered but there's no site yet it's re- um relationshiprealities.com um, yeah, so that'll be, I'll be working on that gradually over the next few months, but it, um, so yeah, that we've got coursework, uh, we're helping mostly women's acts working on a course with Mark right now for men. And I know that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see how that turns out, but it, uh, um, the dominance one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's That's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah. I, I wish I was involved in that. I'm a little envious, but, but Mark wasn't involved in the courses we did for women. So it's like, it makes sense, you know, but, um, yeah, so I've, I've got a couple of courses coming up myself that are just sort of like mini courses for, um, emotional regulation. And, um, there's another one. I don't really know what to call it yet. So I'll just, but they'll show up when they're ready.
0: Yeah, that's great. So thank you for that, David. And, um, you know, it's mm. it's this is a very polarizing, to be pun intended, um, topic because a lot of people are triggered with the information and the material that you guys present and what I'm um, experimenting in my own life, which is pretty wild, um, David, because uh, I'm getting a lot of good su- success and just carrying myself and, you know, standing in my masculinity and... It's like it takes people by surprise i'm saying women more or less and there's resistance but there's not there's almost like an underlying respect there so i'm, I'm kicking tires still i'm not right into it so i'm not gonna pretend to know um but i'd like to share something quickly for me is that um when i was younger i was um as a teenager i was like a, a wild and um I wouldn't say toxic, but I was more, it was a lot of anger issues. I was drinking a lot and I was in a toxic uh, masculinity and I was attracted to the, you know, the nail polish, the the high heels, the, the, the lace, the, you know, the very feminine, feminine, um, type of woman. And, you know, I've had, and then, um, things have happened in my life. And then, um, there's a point where, I mean, my former wife as my mother, were both very um dominant in their masculinity. Like they were both strong women. And then I reverted to the um <laughs> women with that weren't so feminine. It was more masculine, like strong. I thought it was confidence. I took that as confidence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I didn't give a shit about the nail polish and the high heel I did still, but I wanted a woman without the makeup, you know, ponytail, no makeup, running shoes, t-shirt, and just, you know, punch in the arm and have a beer with because I I wasn't in my masculinity. I lost it. And I think I did that because of the strong mother that I had and the former wife. Um, I was basically seeking approval and I didn't lead. But now coming and, and, and feminine women were like, they felt so dainty and like victims and like just weak in a way. But now I can see through that. And you talk about radiance, which we'll get into. And now... I'm attracted to a feminine because I was chasing the goddess, right? You know, I'm in the spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I was like, always just trying to chase this powerful woman. I'm like, and then, you know, it was playing into all the, what you're saying about all the uh, the coaches that are doing now where it's like power, women, women power. And that's what we're going to touch on today. And so, yeah, I just want to give you a little bit of that. And um, yeah, so what, what do you, what do you um, want to say about that And before we get on?
1: Oh, yeah, I had my my similar journey like uh I, my mom was very feminine but then she got masculinized because of my dad ah oh, yeah yeah she she it took my brother actually reminding me i have an older brother and um he he started to remind me of the way she used to be before the event <laughs> and uh my dad my dad was was an ass and yeah. uh, he was a bit he was a tyrant so Um, he had a little bit of a problem with his own emotions Mm -hmm. and a little bit of a problem. It was pretty severe. And my mom was just kind of like a doormat. Yeah. Um, So she was feminine, but she wasn't um, integrated in her masculine. Right. And she had the ability to uh, carry masculine traits. Like she was a good mom. And that's, that's got a masculine essence to it it's in and of itself. And when it came to like, uh, taking care of stuff, like, you know, she was a hard worker, so she had a career and she looked after her garden, and did all kinds of stuff around the house. That was, you know, that, that was her way of getting away from my dad. I guess right. <laughs> and, and, she, she became masculinized after this event because she got really badly hurt. Yeah. um mentally and emotionally hurt and so um that was the mother i remembered and right. there's this thing that's common in psychology where they say you marry your mother unless you have right, which I did, yeah. yeah me too and so you know it was this amazing setup of of circumstances that led me to the understanding that i have now but it took me um uh, my wife was my first really long term relationship and my ex-wife I should say (laughs) clear that up. (laughs) And then I, and then I had another, uh, I think it was five and a half years with a, with a woman after my marriage ended. And then I had a short, uh, I think it was about 15 or 16 months with a very feminine woman. And I couldn't get anywhere near a feminine woman until I did a certain amount of my own work. Right. Own exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. We, we was, have a
0: similar we have a similar timeline. Like I had was married for ten years with my former I like to say former. Or somebody told me don't say ex, but whatever, former. And then I had a four year relationship and then a six month <laughs> after that. So but they were all kind of masculine. But yeah, we have a similar type of <laughs> long then yeah. short and then really short. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I cut you yeah. off, man. I just wanted to
1: kind of... No, no, it's okay. I like to hear it. it and I, um, but yeah, the, this this woman, this feminine woman was a, a very, like, you could easily call it a soulmate relationship. Like, yeah. she she and I had a very similar soul signature. Like, you, I couldn't tell the difference between how she felt and how I felt. Yeah. And that was like a, the first time in my life I'd ever come across somebody like that and she was so beautiful inside like she was pretty yeah she was beautiful and i just i mean i was in love with her before i even knew i was in love with her wow she was she was yeah she was my best friend and i wanted to talk to her every day she lived on the other side of the world and so it turned into this stupid long-distance relationship until I can get her on a plane and get her ass over here yeah. to Canada to stay with me. But it was... Uh, um she, she lived here with me for 15 months, but we were together for about three years. Nice. Like, connected together. And it... Um, devotion surfaced out of it. Like, she was... I cared for her so much that... And and I, and because she was feminine, I I was able to tune into her feelings. I could feel everything she felt on the other side of the world.
0: Okay, that's that's a totally soul connection right there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I I knew if she was happy or sad or if she was wow. dancing, like she was a belly dancer, and I could tell when she was dancing.
0: Wow. So you, like, well, that's amazing. So yeah, total connection. Yeah,
1: yeah. and. So, so my heart just wanted to take care of her because she was so, like you say, that daintiness, that, that, that softness, you know, it was like it, it inspired me to just be a better man.
0: Yes. When a woman is radiant that way, we just step up, like we rise to the occasion as men. There's a weird, um, shift in volume here. Can you still hear me? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Now, um, I, you know, getting to the, the feminine that becomes the masculine when we'll get into that, because we're just talking, the the us not really getting what we're going to say yet, but we're just going to give, you know, people it's a little bit of a, our, our story in that um, I feel women go into the masculine because, you know, either of one of trauma, which we all have some sort of trauma, so I'm not singling anyone out and or when men drop the ball and, you know, they have to pick up the slack. They have to be the masculine. They have to, you know, then become the mother and and they they become the leader which you know and then the guys tune out and it just goes to shit right
1: yeah it's it bounces back and forth until every relationship like that will will either be misery there'll be some level of suffering but most of the time it turns into misery and and failure
0: and like, that's exactly you know it's all hunky-dory in the beginning and you know that's what leads me to my next uh, point is you know um Is the whole, because I I was on another group and they posed the question and I said about um, masculine and and feminine. And then the other woman piped in and said, you know, talk about um, polarity and the fluid, the fluid polarity of that. And, you know, like how that works. And, you know, in gay relationships, how does that work when you have, because I mean, we all have masculine and feminine within ourselves, Right, one when, mm-hmm. when is dominant, one is integrated, one is kind of there, kind of being the compass. Compass, but sometimes they become inverted. And now, that's my my first off is like when you have a woman that's a strong woman, um, that is empowered, is masculated, wants to lead, has wants to do the outcomes, wants to do all those things, and believes in and a woman should be empo- empowered and strong. Um, when they defend what we're talking about, how does that work in the Gay relationships, and I just wanted to say, the 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 person, um, I think she goes by her her pronouns. She went by he, she, uh, no, her, she, her. Uh, talking to me about the marine life, about this, you know the the clownfish, mm-hmm. how the male takes in the 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 maternal, and, and then I, I was going to say about the seahorse, how, and I said, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to get into um, it's. We all have our own views, but so how does the fluidity of polarity? I don't believe that it, it's. Um, legit I think I mean we're all have free will and I feel that um, whatever two consenting adults do it, it, it you can do have a, uh, a fluidity between the polarities and the genders now that as you said is not going to always work and it's going to lead to suffering and, and so but I believe everyone should should have their their, their experience in life and I mean, I know in my life it hasn't worked. So how do you feel about that, David? <laughs> I know I threw a lot at you, but...
1: No, that's okay. I, I appreciate the question a lot because it's it's very important because, first of all, we're not clownfish. <laughs> <laughs> or horses. We're, yeah, we're much more complicated beings than that and much more evolved, much more developed, you know, and we have personalities, we have psyches, we have... Um, consciousness that's i would guess i don't have any evidence of it but well beyond an animal any other animal on the planet other than maybe the dolphin i'm not sure about those creatures (laughs) they're pretty fascinating but um but regardless we're human beings and we actually have uh with the exception of hermaphrodites which I believe have both genitalia yeah I'm not sure about that I haven't studied it I think but, so and then eunuchs so, don't
0: have any genitalia
1: eunuchs have been castrated. yeah them. exactly <laughs> <Yes>. the <They're> royalty <laughs> they,
0: they you know game yeah. of thrones fans
1: yeah so they um the thing about the this it's you're either born unless you're a hem- hermaphrodite you're either born with male genitalia or or feminine genitalia. And I stay out of anything other than heterosexual relationships. As soon trigger as,
0: warning. This is a trigger warning. Okay, so continue, man. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. As soon as as soon as somebody wants to identify as something other than the gender that they were born, then I can't help them because it's not that I don't want to. It's just I can't understand it.
0: Okay. It's, that's not that's an honest answer. I
1: don't, I don't have any experience in it. So Mm -hmm. to me, polarity is based on the physical gender. So if you were born with a penis and you're a man and your nature is going to be mostly masculine. Now, when somebody is a homosexual then they might, I've met masculine homosexual guys. I've met feminine homosexual guys. I don't, I can't say what's right for them because right. that's a man and a man coming together. Lesbians is a woman, a woman coming together. So I, I, I don't know if, I've never met a couple that, that is gay in any, any form. Excuse me, I don't really know how to speak properly about these things. It's okay.
0: You're honest um, and you're being, you're being authentic, and that's what, what I what I respect and appreciate here.
1: Yeah, I, I've never met a couple that was completely healthy, so I don't have an example. Yeah, I wish I wish I had because I would be calling them up and saying, "Hey, I want to talk about polarity with you." Right. So, so maybe I could learn and help them too. But um, I just don't have any experience with them, so I. I I focus on heterosexual couples. Gotcha. Okay, because, that, that makes sense. Yeah. It, so it's a man and a woman. It's it's tab A going into slot A. Right. right? Okay. Like and it's, then
0: the chemistry that's involved with that too, right? So um, yeah. when you brought that up, I mean I've um I, you know being a hairstylist and having my dad's salon downtown and going to hairdressing school, I've been very saturated with the community, LGBTQ2S Plus and all that stuff. I even have a radio show that I do on an FM with a co-host she's a fellow hairdresser and, and great friend and she's lesbian and um you know i have a lot of reference points and a lot of experience with that so i mean i guess maybe i didn't really know and that's great we didn't you know re- rehearse this. this is all real stuff and, and, and responses um uh, you know if if you're born into a, a female body and you identify as a male like I wondered. I just wondered personally if that those polarities still apply, right? So, and I don't know. Like, I'd have to talk to my friend about that and see because it'd be kind of cool to have a three threesome (laughs) talk next time you, me, and this person. Yeah. (laughs)
1: The The only reference that I have is when is my own experience in my own body. Yeah. So I've I've always been heterosexual. I have never had any homosexual tendencies. Never had any attraction towards a man. But I have had a reverse in my own polarity. As have I. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so I knew that I when I became I, I too was involved in the spiritual community like I I learned Reiki in 1994 before anybody knew about it
0: I'm 90 it was 92 like it was, or 91 myself <laughs> so yeah, same, yeah. the same path right we I don't even okay. know you David and right. like, I became a Reiki master on top of that
1: right. yeah and so it, it was like I don't hold much value in Reiki anymore but it certainly was a good thing for me to get in tune with my body
0: Absolutely. To
1: understand, yeah, to understand my own energy and how it moves and how I feel, like just body awareness, because I had none. Right. Unless I, unless I stubbed my toe, and yeah, then, then you're in your you body, know? right?
0: Be one with the body, like yeah, because yeah, you can't deal with a freaking pain. Um, right. Yeah, interesting that you you bring that up, David, because with myself. I got right into the feminine. I went to, like, I was always the only guy into spiritual meetups and um, the Reiki. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I took intuition classes and these. I went to Sedona with a group of of women. I was always the guy, right? And holding that space Mm -hmm. was like, whoa. But what I've learned through spirituality, I mean... You know, you won't get laid. And and I'm not trying to, this is relationship, but this is like also a, a polarity. You won't get laid if you start doing Reiki. Like, I mean, it's just like, you know, I, I feel energy is like, okay, you know, friend zone right away. But getting like in all seriousness, in all seriousness, um, I find that, I found that my journey is, I, this is for all the people that are spiritual and know about energy. I took my awareness from my lower chakras, raised it up to the heart center. And then up, connected to, you know, the third eye and the, the the crown and became that feminine in the spirituality. And then what has been happening lately is I come back down and I put my energy back down to my balls, right? Mm-hmm. Like back to the testicle. Like, you know, we joked about when we tested yeah. the you know testicle and Elmo has a testicle. Um, and I had to integrate back. I had to come back down to my... To my, you know, as um, uh, Mark Benet says, truth cock, get back down to the yeah. masculine. But the journey that I walked by, I can actually be, um, uh, have an emotional, uh, an EQ, an emotional intelligence because I've been there. I felt, I, I'm, I'm intuitive. I can read people. I can I do energy. I can feel stuff. But that took mm-hmm. over, and my aha moment was when I went to the. I mean, it was a convention center, you know. I, I had a booth there, and I was selling my books because I'm an author of two books as well. And and uh, I found that it was my aha moment where the men, the spiritual men, were very feminized, effeminate, and I'm thinking, how can a woman? Get turned on and become charged sexually. Maybe in the beginning you kind of go, like, "Oh, they're kind of nice, they're safe," but then it's safe and it's like, you know what I mean? The, the Fabio and the kind of and that's why I want to get back to the, the the jerk when I was growing up, is the jerk. The girls go is always after the jerks. And the idiots, because they were closer into their masculinity, even though they were toxic, than a nice guy who yeah. would hi, and, uh, you know, I, I just want to be your friend. Like, there's no, there's no, and, and, you know, too emotional where they fall in love easy, they fall in love easily. And a woman can't trust a man who's not strong. So getting full circle to that is, I learned how to be um, emotional. I mean, not emotional. I learned how to, to feel emotion, but not become emotional. And then also... Be right. in control, and, but not
1: be controlling. Exactly. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Very well said, very well right. said. Right, so I'm going to stop and let that, you talk. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, I don't know where to go with it. It's like, uh, yeah, the, the masculine man that, and I had a lot of judgment for those guys when I was young because they were jerks. They mistreated women. Right. So I, I, I pushed that away. I was like, I'm not going to be that. But I didn't realize that I could be both and so this is, and and this is what women are experiencing too so the the polar opposite of the masculine male jerk is the feminine the naturally feminine woman who's a doormat right
0: exactly that
1: she 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 doesn't have her power so so the masculine man who doesn't have his heart would be sort of the equivalent to the feminine woman who doesn't have her power
0: see and that's exactly it so you know um, what you teach would have would have what I've picked up on even just being a group and I invite you guys to go to the group. Um, we'll, we'll we'll say it at the end is that, you know, um, a woman has to know her boundaries when if, if a guy cannot devote to her, her being vulnerable and radiant in her feminine, she's got all the authority and boundaries to say, Fuck you, and, and and walk away. But yeah. as you said, the doormat, and you know, try to fix them, or you know, being submissive in a way of being treated toxic, and that's the whole thing. And you know, getting back to the um, the the you know, to back to the the, the polarity fluidity or the other shift is like that woman want to be empowered, and I I'm all for it. I mean, I, I believe we're spirit spiritual beings into this body. We've come to this earth to um, experience it in whatever way you want. And you can have your players in life that will, you know, consenting, do whatever you want. Um, and then you should experience what you want as life. And a lot of women are choosing to go into male dominant, um, like sports. Um, they want to be recognized as equals to males. And, you know, if your mm-hmm. physical body can do it, go ahead. But then you get this whole chemistry and the, uh, hormones and, you know, you get the, 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 what's that guy's name? Uh, gray. Um, men are from Mars and he talks about the, yeah. the, the chemistry of what happens when a woman isn't too much in her stress and she, she, you know, the, the, all the um, neurotransmitters and the hormones get inverted and that leads to problems too.
1: It does very serious health problems Yes, yeah. and not every woman would have that. Like uh, she might live her life, you know, eating healthy and exercising and, and be okay, but it's, there's still a toll. On the body, a physical toll, and same with men when they're not masculine. Oh yeah. Um, the the more masculine, I grounded in my core, the less sick I got. Like I'm, I don't live a purely healthy life. Like I still smoke a little and drink with the boys and go out and play poker. Like I, you know, I don't get drunk, but I have a couple of fun nights. You know, like just have some. I live. I live like a normal person, and. Other than being a little overweight, but that was because I was feminized. Mm-hmm. My, my, my hormones got all right. it's a hormone. It's all hormones, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not overweight because of my lifestyle. I'm overweight because of my chemistry.
0: The cortisol, and, yeah, the stress hormone. Yeah. I found that when I was in, yeah.
1: in my, um,
0: after my marriage, I was in a four year relationship. I was common law and my body had lower back pain. I had, was bloated. I had this, this gut distention I was stressed out I, I I was had anxiety like I was I was messed up because I wasn't in my power mm-hmm. you know and yeah exactly both men and women will 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 have those um effects of stress and and their bodies and you know speaking of the drinking is you know that's why a lot of people are, are are drinking wine every night and you know addicted to all these things to kind of quell that and, and just to bypass all those things so
1: i i like a little alcohol occasionally because it it brings me down it's um i see so much all the time and it's very re- it's wonderful for my creativity in it and it it really obviously i'm in service i'm in purpose i'm in my purpose now yeah you were saying that so i'm on i'm on purpose every day and i love that so nothing drains me anymore and i you know, I'm I'm sharing my gift with the world now, but every once in a while it's like, ah, uh, you know, it's like it's, it'd be nice to just stop. Right. And, and alcohol, a couple of drinks, it it lowers the level yeah, yeah. so that I can just just get more grounded can just be human. Yeah.
0: Again. <laughs> I, you know, I find I found that too. Like I I'm I do a lot of different things, and I when I um um do uh, renovations or kind of things around the house, like I'm just. You know, I I um I get pain in my body like I'm doing arduous like hard work, and that totally connects me, you know, back into my body, where, you know, yeah. you're up in your in your in your higher um, uh, uh, chakras or emotional centers, and you're just not grounded and yeah, it's stressed out. Now that takes me to um back to the let's go back to the other side where the whole movement of empowering um women which i think it's been skewed a little bit skewed because the empowerment is different than what is being taught you know um yeah. and the thing is what, yeah, go ahead
1: can i just rant about yeah, that yeah yeah that's why I, I, I want to hear you like saying.
0: i don't want to i want i want to hear what you're saying and say what i'm saying yeah cool
1: yeah no no it's okay i just you you reminded me of something i shared with somebody in the group this nice. morning I think, I think it was in the group. I can't remember where it landed, but um, a woman was saying that she thought what was really beautiful about her feminine was that she can be soft and, and gracious and be powerful too. And I was like, no, sorry. It's okay if you, if you are that way, but you're not going to call being powerful feminine. Because there's there's a sense inside of a woman when she feels her power, and that is grace. Wow. That's wow. Okay. So she's graceful. She's full For of grace. grace. Yeah. And there's a tremendous power in that. Like I, I've I've stated it publicly many times that to me, that is the most powerful thing on the planet. Oh,
0: absolutely. It creates worlds, you know, like the the vessel of
1: the worlds, right? Yeah. yeah. But as soon as a woman utilizes that as power, it's masculine. Okay, good.
0: Now we're getting to the, we're about half an hour in now. Now we're getting into the nuts and bolts of this.
1: Right. And so, so this, this is the biggest problem, Frank, is because women, the women empowerment movement, I don't have a problem with, with women becoming empowered. I, only have a problem with the deception that it's feminine gotcha okay so so if if you want to have a career and be a high-powered woman awesome i'm happy for you as long as you're not hurting yourself but then we already talked about that and right we already talked about that earlier a few minutes ago but don't call it feminine because that's a disgrace
0: disgrace and not full of grace yeah, discharging, dischar- discharging, discharging, discharging the grace, you know, yeah. and then they got to go home. It depends on who they're with, it, you know, take care of the house, like, get the kids to school. Like they got two jobs, three jobs now. And then, you know, and then they're really in stress and angry and resentful.
1: Heavy load.
0: Big. And I mean, I, yeah. I'm so, I can feel for the, for a lot of these women now, that have so much on their plate and they're stressed
1: out. Yeah, I have tremendous compassion for, for all of them. Like it's it's the way the world is right now is not healthy for women. Absolutely. And 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 I want my biggest sticking point is on this is that as long as a woman believes that it's feminine, she's that that this power, this 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 sense of power that she's able to push out into the world and create all of these things that are actually masculine is as long as she's calling it feminine, she's going to be in judgment of her own masculine essence. Wow. She's, she's not, she's not calling it what it is. And it's, it's a, it's a dismissal. It's a, it's a disregard and not to mention it's outside of truth and, and masculinity is true you there uh, there's a truth that exists that most people don't like to admit i call it objective actuality okay explain so so there is a we all live in a world where we all have the same experience on some level but because of our beliefs and our our experiences in life And the perceptions that we had through those experiences, because of the initial beliefs, new beliefs have piled on more perceptions, more beliefs. We all end up with an with a subjective reality,
0: and it's interpretation that is different.
1: Yes, yeah. But behind all of that, behind every individual subjective reality, is an objective actuality that that you can't deny. Without without cognitive dissonance, cognitive yeah. dissonance will will allow anything to be denied. right. But but so masculinity is truth, and mass like the, when you get grounded, completely grounded in your masculine core, you will live in the objective actuality of life. Gotcha, and you and you can't be swayed. You can't be you can't be deluded. You can't be coerced. You can't be made to believe something that isn't objectively true
0: and aren't those leadership qualities that the masculine is is leadership you need those qualities to be there? yes
1: yeah so yeah but what my point is is that when a woman disgraces herself by calling her masculine traits feminine then she actually denies her own masculinity and she will never integrate it. There'll always be something about herself that she's in judgment of.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a, I can see how that, you know, and that kind of ties into uh, what we talked about earlier, where I truly believe that there's masculine, um, masculine and feminine energies within each one of us. And I, um, there was an early um, teacher from India. He started this whole kind of spiritual movement, Uh, Way back, and he said um, that just resonated with me, and it's still forever. Is that men um, bring out the hidden reason in women, and women bring the hidden emotion or kind of emotional intelligence out in men? But I think ultimately, right, we are um, we are our own twin flame. I don't believe in the twin flame stuff. I used to, but I think we are who we are looking for, and because we're in duality in this reality, that. We are split in two, but we have both inside. Mm-hmm. But the whole spiritual um to, to be awakening is to embody and integrate the masculine and the feminine within yourself. And that's what enlightenment well part of it it is.
1: And that's 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 in when you say enlightenment, I say yes, but it's also embodiment. Yeah. You see, to me, in the spiritual community would have you out here floating around in the ethers and not in your body and call that enlightenment? No, 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 no. no. Right. No, like there's, you know, come, come back, come down from the cave. Yes. You, you went, you went, you went and meditated in the cave for 40 years, come down from the cave into the city and be amongst the right. people. Be the
0: householder again, like get back to your balls, as I said. Right. And yeah. you know, we are human beings and we're humans and we're beings, we can't be one or the other. If we're in this physical reality, David, we have to be both, yeah. integrate both. And you can also say that's the masculine and the feminine, right, you have the um, Shakti energy coming up, to Kundalini, and then you have the Shiva coming down where they merge and they unite, they have a mm-hmm. sacred marriage. Isis and, um, is it Osiris and Isis, Jesus and Mary, like it's the divine masculine yeah. and the divine feminine. And getting, going back yeah. to the um, beginning is I thought I needed to have a strong goddess woman energy because I was denying my masculinity. I, yeah. I was...
1: <laughs> all, all because we believed that the masculine guys
0: were jerks. Right, because that's the whole thing. And now look at media now. That's a beautiful segue to what I wanted to talk about now is that you look at media and you look at history, how they—I <laughs> still don't know who they are—but quotes have demonized the masculine, you know, the patriarchy, the, the 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 destruction, the control, burning women at the stake if they're empowered, like you know. And you look, and and I'm and I'm going to pick on movies in Hollywood and and all this where where they where they show that even in commercials, I'm noticing it. Where the the females are very strong and masculine, and, and, and you know the guys are all like okay they are like very very um, emasculated and and then they're feminine. So it's, there's an inversion going on. I don't know if you've noticed that, David, but I see it everywhere: oh, okay. commercials, movies, yeah. and you know, and and then you know it's okay to for the man to stay home and cook and clean while the woman makes it, and that works for you, f- perfect. But as you said, chemically and there's going to be um, something that's going to just it's going to deteriorate and there's going to be suffering there because we're not in our own essence, our own flow, our own natural state.
1: Yeah. One of the big one of the big perversions that I'll add that I'll add to what you said would like be there's the inversion. Yes. But part of the part of the inversion is this perversion of. sexuality where you can't go anywhere without seeing a sultry photograph of a a a naked woman in an advertisement good point or or this or the suggestion of sexuality and um what that does to men is it keeps us stimulated and i actually thought i liked it (laughs) And, and until i became 100% responsible for my emotions and then i realized hey i don't want to feel sexual until i feel sexual absolutely so so i don't want to see all this crap out in society because it's it's a disturbance it's like ah i can now i can instead of me looking at it and going oh yeah now I look at it and I go, "Jeez," oh, because it's like I realize it's a manipulation of my energy.
0: Absolutely, that's a great point, David. Totally. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah and it's addictive. And you don't, you know. And it was like I liked it until I realized that I, I was wanting a woman to manipulate me sexually, wanting, wanting women to. um Manipulate my energy because deep down inside I was wanting to be manipulative. Right. So that was me. That was me making the justification. As a mirror. Yeah. And so once that healed and I became more grounded, I realized all of these perversions and inversions that are out there are just brainwashing society.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to answer this, and I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I will anyway. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so many men are addicted to porn. And mm. so, and I'm going to share a story with you after your answer, or I can do it before, it doesn't matter. Um, so, is porn, the watching of porn, different for you? Has that changed? Or is that, and, and I'm not asking you, I'm not to, to admit to you, do it or no, not. No, it's okay. But how do you see porn? No, it's is it the okay. same thing I don't about being to. manipulated? I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't mind talking about it because it's related like it's that's an excellent thing to bring into that because of what I said. Um I used to watch porn and because I was very unhappy sexually with my partnerships and I can't anymore. Like like sometimes I have buddies, you know. I have guy <laughs> friends and you you know all it takes is you go to messenger and there's this link, right? right. And I'm, they're my buddies, so I don't look at the link. I just hit it, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, ah, yeah. Jesus! I didn't really want to see that. So it's a little, a little porn clip, and it's usually funny sure. or something. But, but I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't. Um, I do appreciate looking at old photographs of my last partner.
0: Nice,
1: because because I still feel. Love for her, like I'll always love her. That's beautiful.
0: That's the one that you felt I, her, right? I, I, Across the, the the belly dancing yeah. one.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the one that uh, inspired devotion right. to surface. So, so she, I always will have this love for her, but I don't feel sexual towards her. And there's no perversion there, S- right? Because she's gone. So, so to me, sex is either like real and it's physically happening or it's an illusion in the mind.
0: Absolutely. As is most things in reality, it's just an illusion. Well, that's pretty cool. So this is my answer to what I said I was going to say before. Um, and I'm not judging because it's we all have free will to do whatever we want. I've never been to, mm. <laughs> you know, the rub and tug happy endings um, or hired sex. Even when I go with the boys or even just when i was younger going to strip joints i was yeah. not aroused at all i mean they could be like 100 out of 100 are all around me i will not get aroused or you know i i won't even get an, an erection because there's nothing there for me it's just a visual um it's just that kind of as you said about the, the the sexualization of everything where me someone touches me lightly or they look at me and they have this radiance in their eyes look out it's over like i'm i'm ready to go and it's it's intangible right
1: the difference the difference between usury and something that's real. right
0: exactly and yeah you know so do you find that the toxic male or um because you know i'd like to think that you know learn that we're we're more than our bodies and that we're 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 spiritual beings then i'm not stuck in my lower chakras is mm-hmm. I mean a woman can't manipulate me like that I mean you know, see some guys they just see a boob and they're like they're gonna like you know even the whole thing of, of how a guy can rape another woman if there's, she's not there present for you and allowing how yeah. do you get it hard how do you even get aroused I'm just, I, I just
1: can't believe I, I can't even fathom I, it I've had I've had these same questions Frank I'm glad to hear there's another man out there thinking the same way. It's like I can't I couldn't. I couldn't even none th- of my I can't even think of that. Yeah, as soon as like like if I ever was that guy
0: kill me, I'll <laughs> kill you with this I, double murder suicide. <laughs> no
1: Yeah. Yeah. You no know but I mean like if I if I ever crossed that line, like let's say I got frustrated when I was a teenager or something, it never happened, but if I ever had as soon as I realized she was scared or uncomfortable, that would have been it. It would have been over, right? Because right?
0: you're not in your toxic masculinity. You were here to protect her, yeah. Not yeah. destroy her. Like, I mean, I've been in positions where a woman's been very drunk, and I could have did whatever. Yeah. I didn't. You just you protect. You was yeah. like, no. You know, like, first of all, I don't want that sloppy stuff, and second, you're not you you're not in your in your feminine power. You're not into your, into yourself. Like you're, I'm not going to manipulate you. I'm not going to, um, take advantage of you because that's not what a man does. And I can't even, you know, I I was close to hitting my wife. Only once in my life, I was ever going to strike a woman. My ex, my ex, my former wife, and she was just digging, digging, digging. And I was so mad. I made a, I clocked, I I unclocked, I made made a fist so, so hard. And I'm just her little face. I can still see it now. The rage that I had, David, I was going to just to to throw it. And then, I mean, I couldn't, even in that rage, I couldn't, I hit the bedpost and I broke my knuckle on the bed, the wooden bedpost. So even that to, to, to cross over the boundary of a woman, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't get it.
1: Well, this is one of the biggest things, that moment right there. I don't know if that was the defining moment for you or if there was other ones, that might have been just part of it, but what happened there for you was you created an inner boundary for yourself yeah to protect her from right. you and this this is a turning point for men this is what we teach for on the man on the mask mascul- on the man side right. of things we do we teach a lot of things to the women that <laughs> um, if a man doesn't have that boundary then it's going to he's going to leak out in in multiple ways. And it's going to cause harm to the relationship. So he might say some little thing that's got like a snide little twist to mm-hmm. it. And she, she she gets a little emotionally hurt. And, and this is where it gets confusing. It's like we are all fully responsible for our emotions and our feelings, whether we're aware of it or not, whether we actually take that responsibility or not. Mm-hmm. So I, so what I just said was, oh, she gets her feelings hurt a little bit, right? So she has to be responsible for how she feels. Right. But, he, but he's still an asshole.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Right? So he's accountable. He has to be accountable and responsible for what he created, right? To lead her back and, to feeling confident and... In- right. Yeah, she won't feel safe, and then that's the end of the relationship. Right, done. If she, if if he can't value her enough to not take these little digs and hurt her emotionally with intention, right. like it's those little snide little jabs that have an intention, right. you know. And I see it like I, I follow this blogger because I'm thinking of I like I might like to move to the Philippines one day, so I I watch some Philippine bloggers to get a sense of life there. And this American guy, um, just a an ex military guy from the U.S., found this little angel. A little, she's a, literally an angel of a of a young yeah. woman. Uh, you can't help but fall in love with her as soon as she opens her mouth. Like she just, Glow, <laughs> she's just, just glows. Just, she's yeah. so Yeah, yeah, can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's just so sweet, man. Like. Uh, I would never, like, want to interfere with their relationship. But if she was single, man, I'd be on an airplane as soon as I could. Like, and this guy just takes jabs at her. And over the months I've been watching them, I've noticed she's hardening. And I'm like, buddy, you're just destroying your relationship. He doesn't even know it. And it's, yeah, it's his own little immature insecurities. he can't he can't contain it so it's leaking out that's a good word leaking out yeah and and going back to what we said about
0: women needing to to be masculine because they have to like i mean a lot of single moms the guys are absentee they have to do you know have to be the 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 provider the the nurturer the 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 chef the cleaner like i i i feel sorry i mean i have compassion for these women that have so much Mm -hmm. in their plate and they and they they have no other alternative but to be masculine, and men actually forcing them to be that way and oh, I was going to say something I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh my God, but anyway,
1: <laughs>
0: there's so many things I want to it'll, say it'll come back. yeah
1: let, let me tell you let me tell you a story about that. Maybe it'll come back. So one of the clients that I've worked with that Zach and I have worked with. Um, she has some teenage boys. I think the youngest is 11 or 13, but there's a 14-year-old and an 18-year-old. And she was really worried because she's a single mom. And she did a pretty good job raising them on her own. Um, like the last, I can't remember how long she got divorced, but it's been hard for her. And she was always seeking advice and we were doing the best we could to help her out. And what's happened is as the more feminine sh- she became embodied, her sons, her older ones especially, have taken the lead. Wow. And they'll stop because it's their mom, so they're not just going to run ramshot over her life. They'll stop and, and ask her for guidance. Like they'll lead her to Giving them guidance so that they can lead her properly. Wow, that's amazing. They're they're her own children, and like these are these 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 are young men, and and she's experiencing it. So she doesn't have a partner right now, but she knows what she, she knows what to look for now. She knows how to vet um, the the ignorant ones, right? Right. You know, because the the way that we teach them to communicate the ignorant women show up just that's like amazing. that and then and then you can just shoot them away <laughs>
0: wow you know and that's one thing that I, that I talked about I think I talked about that in my first book because that's all over the place and is that you know there's no sexual tension between a mother and her son and the mother teaches the son to be a good boy like not fa- like I believe a mother should teach their their son respect and how to treat a woman but a lot of a lot of it turns mm-hmm. into a feminized man um, because there's no sexual tension between a mother and their, and, and their son. So she's teaching her like, to be a nice guy, to be the friend zone guy where, right. right. So, and then, you know, dads are not even in their own, in their own power. They're, they're, they're toxic themselves. So they can't teach a, um, um, their son to, to, um, to be in their power of how to treat a woman right and the same thing works with the father and the daughters like there's a lot of manipulation from the daughters to, to, to the fathers because you know nobody's in nobody's really into their own awareness and their power and you know i just yeah it just um it's interesting like i want to get back to um when you said that we're not um uh, responsible we are responsible for emotion i've had um in the recent past actually that I've been accused, well, a woman would tell me, you make me feel this way, and i say, like, no, I do not make you feel this way. Don't put it on me. I mean, and I have this, um, <laughs> a little bit of, uh, um, let something out of the bag here. I'm on a couple of apps, the online dating apps, and I have. And this was um, after just being in your group and, and reading Zach's book. I My tagline is, don't tell me what to do Tell me how you feel. And it's up to me to be man enough to make it right. I love it. I love it. I just patted myself on the back. It's like, and from that, David, I got it. I understood the game. It's not a game. It's a dance. It's like a salsa dance, right? And Mm -hmm. I'd love to, to have you on again because we just scratched the surface of this, I think, and I mean, you have your your curriculum, and you don't want to give away information that is not. You have to work on one on one now, but um, if you, I'd be happy for you to uh to, to come on and share again other parts of this if you're up to it.
1: I, of course, I want to. Yeah, this is why I love talking about it, and I can talk about it all day. We do, we do try to keep certain information under wraps. Uh, in it. <laughs> underwrapped so that we can have some income from our Absolutely. service right but uh there is a tremendous amount that i can share before we cross okay, good. that line
0: now <laughs> yeah. quick, quick question uh you as you said from the beginning of the, of the of our episode here is that you've come across certain um information and aha moments within you three where did you Without giving away anything, where was the information and what, what, how did it manifest? How did that information come to you? Um, was it through a collective? Was it through um, you found the magic well yeah. somewhere where, you know, you came on the, from the uh, Mount Sinai and you came down and the tablets were there? Like, how did it come to fruition? Because I'm curious about that.
1: Well, it, as I, I became more masculine to take care of this feminine woman than I was with um I wasn't completely grounded I still had a little bit of codependency that I hadn't healed yet because I hadn't healed the attachment abandonment wound mm-hmm. which I got to heal after she left that was that was that's a long story um but a good one and um so after she left, as soon as I healed that wound, I just became completely grounded, like solid in my core. And, and I realized my masculinity for the first time. Wow. I, was, I, was, I was experiencing it, but it wasn't, I shouldn't say I actualized it. So I was realizing it and then it actualized. Nice. And, and in that moment, Frank, all I had to do from that day on, all I had to do was reflect on something. So I have my own experiences, and I've seen a lot of other people's experiences. I've, I've been able to tune in to a lot of other people's experiences. And all I have to do is be curious about something that I don't know. And within moments to a week, usually within a day, I get to see it. Wow. I, the truth just comes to me.
0: That's amazing.
1: It, it shows up in an experience. It shows up in something somebody says that that opens my perception. It shows
0: that's up. A, that's amazing. It,
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and so basically I don't read books anymore. Um, there's nothing wrong with books. I just literally anything that I would like to know. Da- download it download you
0: download it because you're connected in your truth in your in your power yeah i mean i've yeah. i've given away so many books i i wrote two but i don't even like reading I, I don't i have attention deficit disorder i think because i can't focus i was like well i'm done um yeah. <laughs> great david i mean we're, we're hit the hour <laughs> we, and i don't know Thank with you. the with uh, the host site um i think it's an hour plus but uh uh, I, I'd love to have you back, and I'm, I had a great time with us. And did you want to um, um, give any more information, on where people can um, follow more? And if there anybody's interested in polarity, because we haven't really we've we've scraped the surface on this. I mean, we haven't. I mean, there's a lot of people being triggered probably with, with what we've uh, with what they heard, or they don't understand. Maybe they're curious to find out more. Um,
1: i promise i promise anybody that's having a hard time with this discussion that with all of the information you would we'll relax it's just when you see only a part of it 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 can be triggering and it can be misleading but once you understand everything that we're teaching it's it's safe and it's real and it's it's good it's the end of conflict in relationships so how can it be bad? Right. And that's amazing. It's, and it's and it's not some domination and subordination. It's not like that. It's love. It's just pure love. And so if you want to find us, um look for me on Facebook, David Miller. Um look for Zach. Um relationship of your com, and you'll find links to his Facebook pages where his membership sites are and where his, our courses and um his course with Mark and also the there's a free group on Facebook that uh that you can join as well and get a lot of get a, a good sort of foundation so yeah I appreciate you man thank you for having me on
0: David, it's been an honor. Thank you very much. I'm just, uh, this is wild. Uh, thank you for joining me and the uh, the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at the ultimate Journey. AwakeningToSpirit.com, and you can also visit my website the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com. until next time walk in love and in gratitude